Hello and welcome to the Church Music Makers Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Harmon. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about what is the most important thing in music ministry. And it may surprise you, it may not. We'll see. But before I dive into the topic, I need to tell you all about EasyChoirMusic.com. Easy Choir Music is such a fantastic resource. As you're starting to think about and prepare for the fall, what that may or may not look like, and what your budget may or may not look like. Uh, my guess is for many, the budget's maybe a little bit tighter and a little bit more in need of some stretch. Well, here comes Easy Choir Music to help you. Because Easy Choir Music offers you fantastic, high-quality choral music for children, for adults, for whatever size group you need for a budget-friendly price. You buy a PDF file and you can make as many copies of that music as you need. So if you do an anthem and you only need eight copies, you're good. If you want to come back to it in a couple of years and your numbers have gone back up through the roof, you can make more copies. You don't have to spend more money. It's a great resource. You can also purchase accompaniment recordings. You can also pr purchase rehearsal tracks as well. Such a fantastic resource. And I've used many of the pieces and I'm published on Easy Choir Music. And easy is a little bit of a misnomer because while the music is absolutely accessible and easy-ish, it sounds challenging. It sounds beautiful. It is well-crafted music by composers and arrangers that you may know. Well, at least you know one if you're listening to my voice. Easy Choir Music is a great resource, and I, I would love to have you check it out. John and Jay do such a great job and are really, really doing amazing, amazing work. All right, so... What is the most important part of music ministry? It's in the title. But it's not you being the best musician. I mean, being an excellent musician is, is definitely, definitely an important thing. You being an excellent director, that's a good thing and a helpful thing and a beneficial thing, but it's not the most important thing. You being organized and on top of things and planning, that's a beneficial and helpful thing as well, but it's not the most important thing. All right, so if it's not the music part of music ministry, it's the ministry, it is. But I want to focus in on one specific aspect of ministry, and I think it is so important and valuable. And, and I've experienced it as a director, and, and recently I've experienced it as just a regular old non-director person. Ministry is important. Because when we all get past the music, there's plenty of musical opportunities that people can have. But what is it about your group, whether it's your choir, whether it's your praise team, whether it's your instrumental group, whatever the case may be, 
What is it about that group that drives people to give up their time when they could be doing plenty of other things to join you? And while, yes, the music is an important part of that, the musicians that you work with are an important part of that. It's the ministry. It's the feeling cared for and feeling connected that's essential. And I would venture to say it's the most important part. Growing up as a pastor's child and spending 18 years in music ministry as a professional church worker, professional musician, whatever you want to call me, I've witnessed this. I've witnessed people who said, and, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm wit- I've witnessed people say, you know, I, I had something I could have done, but I really wanted to be a choir. And ultimately, that was not about me or my ability or lack of it. It was about the connection that those people made with one another. Feeling connected, feeling a part of something at this point of life right now, where we are at coming out of the pandemic is absolutely essential because we've all felt so isolated, so disconnected, whether that's music or otherwise. And that's why I wanted to bring this up and talk about it because giving people an opportunity and a place to feel connected is a huge, huge, huge role that we play in our ministry of making music. And I think on one hand, there is the hesitancy for many um, of getting back together and what that looks like. But I think on the flip side of that, there is a definite desire and, and realization that something is missing. And that opportunity to gather together is missing. And so I think that as we we think through this, and I hope you've already been thinking through this, but as you think through this and pray about this, that God's going to guide you to create those opportunities to really build, rebuild, and strengthen those bonds. Now, I said I've, I've recently experienced this, and and. I've shared in prior episodes that I left my music ministry position um, to spend more time with my family, um, to basically make them a priority. Um, and, and, and that has been a tremendous blessing. One of the things that I had planned was to continue at the church that I had served and just continue to be a member. And with the pandemic and and a few other things that have happened along the way, I realized that that was probably not the best choice. And so there's a church in our denomination that's about a mile from our house, uh, basically five minutes at most, depending on one stoplight to go through. Um, And my girls had gone to that parochial school. Um, So they had connections. Um, I'm 
very familiar with the music minister there and um, it would be an awesome opportunity for uh, musical outlets for me to just sing in a choir to to ring handbells maybe even to get my trumpet chops back up and play trumpet again and the hesitancy for us well there's a few hesitancies but the the biggest thing that kind of pushed us toward this direction and like I said, there were a few things, and I'm not going to go into great, great detail, but basically, to sum it up, we didn't feel cared for. And that's from a person who's been on staff for six and a half years, not getting checked in with by the senior pastor who you've worked with for that long, not getting um, you know just check-ins from anybody else on staff. And so it was a pretty, pretty clear thing to me to say, okay, maybe we need to look elsewhere. Realizing, of course, because, you know, I grew up as a pastor's kid, no church is perfect. Completely understand that. No church worker is perfect. Get that totally understood. But really what we were looking for is what is the best fit for us as a family? Um, as my oldest daughter is heading into seventh grade, my youngest is heading into fourth grade. It's kind of that, what are we supposed to do? And the answer has become pretty clear to us um, for, for a number of reasons. But the biggest thing that pushed us away from the church that I had served was feeling connected. And guess what? There are people in our congregations and in our choirs that are struggling big time with this right now. And I think it, the whole pandemic gives us an opportunity to really reevaluate what we're doing. Because essentially in our ministries, we're starting from scratch. Sometimes it's quite literal and sometimes it's more of a figurative thing. But as we're starting from scratch, we're reevaluating. And I hope you're doing this and your congregations are doing this across the board. Is it all about the programs and the activities and the doing things, or is it about connecting people together? And maybe before the pandemic, your church was doing a great job of that or a pretty good job of that. Fantastic. Lean into that even more. But for those of us in music ministry, I want to pose this question. How do you build those connectors in to what you do even more? How do you connect people, giving them that opportunity to really, really lean in on not only making music together, but just having that time together? Now, I'll tell you, at the last church that I served, when I started out, I was so excited because um, I had a large choir, a, an actual rehearsal space. This was fantastic. And one of the things that I like to do when I get excited is I like to talk. And I was trying to teach and explain and, and do things. And finally, I had uh, a couple of the people in my choir who, who had built a good relationship with me said, you know what, Craig, we, we love your excitement. We love that you're really wanting to to teach and, and explain these things but we really want to sing 
give us that opportunity to sing. Okay, great. So I, I learned from that experience. But one of the things as time went on that I learned was that when I said, okay, we're starting our rehearsal at this time, my reality was we're going to start rehearsal in about seven minutes after that time because it gave people an opportunity to have that fellowship beforehand. And I will tell you, there were people that would show up 20 minutes early to talk. And there were people that would stay 10 minutes late to talk. Fantastic. And that's my encouragement to you is trying to find and create those ways for you to bring your groups together. And I don't think for those who had established groups, I don't think coming back out of the pandemic, it's going to be the hard part, right? These people had already built those relationships. They miss seeing each other. I'm thinking about those people on the periphery. Those people who maybe have sung in a choir before or have enjoyed singing and would like to try it, but just, eh, they're just not so sure. How do you connect with them? How do you reach out to them? It's a challenge. I get it. I, I wrestled with that challenge for so many years of trying to find people and trying to get people involved. But really, I think what it comes down to is that ministry aspect. How do you make people feel valued, making them feel connected? And ultimately, once you build those relationships, which take time, really the music doesn't matter in the end. I mean, there might be, there might be some pushback. But once I, once I got established in those routines with my last congregation, um, the last cantata that I directed, it was a Christmas cantata. It was a brand new contemporary work. I mean, we were actually part of a consortium to, uh, to create this. And it was really different than many of the other cantatas that we had done in the past. And I, initially got some questioning and some pushback but once we started really diving into it and working on it and spending time with it i had comments from my choir members and choirs from the congregation that it was one of the best that the choir had ever done and once you have those connections you can be a little bit more creative you can try some new things you can um, expand some boundaries which is fantastic thing i mean we need to be doing that when it comes to music but the only way that you can do that is out of relationship you can't just say because i am the director this is what we're going to do because people are volunteering their time to participate you have to be sensitive and understanding to that and that's gonna be something i talk about down the road of just how how do you set up and lay out a rehearsal how do you value people's time in a rehearsal but i want to focus on this big picture idea right now and it can be simple things like 
text messages, phone calls, emails, just checking in with people. How are you doing? Maybe it's making the time to get together for coffee, just checking in with them. Making sure that people feel valued, feel connected, and encouraging that and fostering that in what you do. Maybe that's getting everybody together once a month to just have fellowship. We're not going to sing. We're going to fellowship. We're going to celebrate um, the month's birthdays or celebrate the month's anniversaries or whatever the case is. I think there's so many opportunities that we can take that we don't always think about or make a priority just because we're so focused on the music. And music is important, but like I said, I think the ministry aspect, especially this aspect of valuing people and connecting them, to me, is the most important part of music ministry. Because ultimately, it's a ministry. The music can grow and flourish out of that relationship, out of that connection. And ultimately, long term, I think that is how you get and build what you're doing. It starts with children, really. I've done children's choirs for many years. And I think that's super important, making sure that those children feel valued, whether that's sending them a note, giving them a call on their birthday or any kind of, you know, celebration that they're going through, uh, whatever the case is. I think that's just one of those human characteristics is that we want to feel recognized. We want to feel valued. We want to feel connected. So that's my challenge for you. How are you connecting people? How are you valuing people? And I'd love to hear what you're already doing and what maybe you're thinking about doing. So send me an email at churchmusicmakers at gmail.com or comments on the Church Music Makers Facebook page. That's uh, facebook.com slash churchmusicmakers. If you're also on Facebook, you can join the Church Music Makers Facebook group. Same thing, just search groups and Church Music Makers is there. Let me know what you're doing and what you're thinking about doing, because I think the more we can share those ideas and those resources, because what we do is not done in a vacuum. I think we can learn plenty from each other by sharing ideas and, and resources and tools. And that's one of the things that is at the heart of what I'm trying to do is giving people that opportunity to connect together and sharing those ideas and sharing those resources. So that's where I'm going to close for today. I'd love to hear from you, whether you agree or disagree with what I said. Love to hear from you on what your ideas are for how do you connect people? Because ultimately, we're all going to be singing in the heavenly choir. What we're doing here is just practice. So how do we connect and give people more opportunity to practice? But more than that, how do we build those relationships? I'll talk to you again next week. Have a great week and God bless you and your ministry.